Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint, as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another Beer-tastic Voyage. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Beer-tastic Voyage. My name is Kevin. I'm Hi, Justin. Kevin. Hey, guys. Hey. How we doing? We're part doing two. good. Part two. So, Today's going to be part two of yeah. the Chimney Creek. Yeah, for everybody who listened last time, it's been uh, more than five minutes, yes. and uh, the previous beers have settled in. Uh, for part two, and we're drinking some even higher ABV options now. Yeah, what do we have this with uh, from for part two, Mark? For part two, we have their uh, Tom and End Hellas, which is uh, you know a nice light five percent alcohol. Oh yeah. Okay. Then we graduate to their Tribute Triple, which is nine point three percent alcohol. Another light beer. And, and then we get crawl. And, and then we wrap up with Leon, which is uh, the heftiest of the bunch at eleven point six. Yes, and Leon is an uh, Russian and, Imperial. Yes, it Woo! is a s'mores Russian Imperial stuff. S'mores, I'm, I, I got a half stack right now. Yeah, not gonna lie. So a little bit excited. If you haven't listened to the first part, you definitely should. Yeah, um, go back and listen to that. But to to recap slightly, we had some uh, I would say uh, very solid uh, versions of German styles. Yes, um, at that point, um, lagers yeah. and that Maybach was yeah outstanding, and the lager was. It's so hard. I couldn't. I, if you asked me to rank them, I could not rank those three beers. Like, me neither. It would be really. Even though I gave one a little bit higher rating, like it's insane. They were all insane. I mean, good. and that's also why we ended up with bringing back six beers because yeah. there was an easily there was four that we wanted, mm-hmm. and the other ones were like they really so, good too. They look so like, lonely out there, <laughs> not with their friends. Yeah, and we had four. Four is too many for an episode. Usually, we were kind of like. You know, this place deserves to get a second round, so yeah, well, that's like, what we're doing now. Let, let's just get two more, and all right, here we are, part two. So part two. Let's get, so if you want to know a little bit more about them, go back to last week, time travel, listen to it. Not a ton of info, but it's a great place for food and beverage after the children are done at Sesame Place. Yeah, it is. A, yeah, exactly. I would I would consider it. Or, or it's a good primer, like, you oh, know. Yeah. For liquid courage before you, you <laughs> yeah. know, the night before you go to Sesame Place. So, so bookend right. as it? A, as in our case. Should, should we bookend Sesame Place with it? Go there beforehand, prep, and then go in the, come home afterwards and recoup there? See, yeah. I like, think you could do that. I don't know. I don't know. The only thing with going there after Sesame Place is the kids are going, like, head on the tables asleep. That's a problem? Which, I mean, it, it, there's probably yeah. adults with their head on the tables asleep. It, I mean, it's it's definitely, like... I don't think we could have gone there. It's a situation <laughs> where, when you're a parent, it's like, which battle do I want to fight today? Gotcha. Yeah. gotcha. Like, I really want to go there, but when I go there, I'm not going to enjoy myself. Gotcha. So it depends upon your children, essentially. But yeah. I can say that uh, the place itself is a very kid-friendly. The when we walked in there, there, oh, was, yeah. there was a there was literally an infant there. Yeah. And, well, and, they yeah. they had a kids menu. the The kids had crayons. You know. There yeah. you go. In a, and it was still adult enough to have a great time. They, and also, you know, they, they had the, the bookcase with all the board games and stuff. Oh, right, yeah, that's, that's true. I forgot about that. Get some Connect Four going. Yeah. And the, they also had, a, like, a again, because we were there for their one-year anniversary mm-hmm. at the uh, the Borough Brew House, they had, a, like, a photo booth area set up. Oh, that's so, kind of fun. Yeah, my uh, wife ended up taking some pictures with uh, uh, my daughter and Silly son. hats? Yeah. Mark and I were going to do that, and then we, we decided that we were adults and, and men and weren't going to do that. I'm are saying you, that because saying we completely... Are can't we, wear silly hats? No, I'm saying we completely fucking forgot. Oh, I'm okay. making up a reason. That makes more sense. <laughs> I didn't really forget. I just didn't really 
want to. Oh, really? Yeah. I would have done it with you. Um, so when I what what is the name of this one again? It is the Tom and End Telus. Yeah, I look at that and my brain just instantly recognizes the word tamarind, which is not what that word is. No, but I keep it. saying thinking when I first saw it, I'm like, they made a Hellas with tamarind. That must be awesome. But that's not it. It's not what it is. Some kind of weird. Is that an animal? No, it's a it's a spice, right? Tamarind. No, I thought a tamarind was like a like a. It's either a, a spice or a fruit. Yeah, it's one of those Google two. It. No, okay. no, like, isn't there a baboon, like a tamarind baboon or something like that? Uh, I know, it, no, but I do know what you're, I, I have an idea of what you're, what you're going after. Um, okay. Tamarind. Uh, tamarind is in the legumious tree so of the up. family Fabriciae, indigenous to tropical Africa. What the fuck is it? It's a fruit. Okay. It's a legume, you just said it's in the legume family. Yeah, but it's considered a fruit. Here. According to Wikipedia. Okay. Drink the beer. All right. And what was the animal that I was talking about? <sighs> Give me a second. Poor, then Google. So, this uh, Hellas, right? Yes. Um, which is interesting that we have a Hellas because we talked at Hellas that we... Um, am I saying it right? Hellas or Hells? Hellas. Hellas. That um, we said last week that the Maybach is like a strong version of a Hellas. Yes. So to have the light version of it this week is kind of fun. Right. Or, you know, later. Yeah. By the way, it was it's tamarind, just minus the D. Okay. It's a type of monkey. They're really cool looking. I kind of want to buy one. All right. So I wasn't crazy. No. They okay. only live 15 years, too. I could definitely buy one of these. There you go. All right. New 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 pet. I'll have to call my wife. You're not allowed to feed it to I'm the I'm going to start calling you Michael Jackson. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> You're not allowed to When do you buy the elephant man's bones? <laughs> That's a that's a little bit weirder of a purchase, I think. Yeah. So this pours out, I would say, a uh, little little light, little darker than straw, but pretty light. Yeah, probably only like three. Not that dark at all. Yeah, we gotta we gotta move our uh, our, sh- our shit back over into this corner. Yeah, we have we haven't brought out the uh, yeah I, I the, the numbers in a couple of weeks. I yeah. ha- I haven't uh, I haven't put the effort in. I meant to get here earlier and actually help you do it, but moving shit because I've been focused outside. Yes. Um, what do we got on the aroma, guys? Aroma is pretty clean. Um, not getting a ton. Yeah, maybe Ooh. like just a, the slightest tint of alcohol. That yeah, and I, I get, get a, a little spice, maybe. I don't get a spice. I get a little bit of the. I get a, a hint of like floral hop. Yeah, just the just the faintest, very faint um, yeast aroma to it. That yeah, that's that's what yeast, that's what I mean yeah. by the spice. That's what it, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I said spice, but that's a more accurate uh, representation. Yeah, it's it's not over. It's not a crazy yeast flavor like a Belgian style, but it's a little bit of a, a yeast aroma to me. So there, uh, it's five percent ABV, and their flavor text is a Munich style Hellas Lager. Tamanin Hellas is fresh and crisp. The lager is perfect for a warm summer evening. And oh, for a warm summer evening. Never mind. Yeah. Um. And it, it it's nice. It's got the crispness the uh the bitterness i want to say is a little more pronounced in the uh standard variety as yes. opposed yeah. to the uh i get the, the bock. i get that in, in the uh at the very end of the sip like in the back of my throat i get a little bit of sharpness as i finish the swallow yeah but it's it's definitely not no it's not unpleasing at all no. i'm just saying that's where i'm experiencing it oh yeah no yeah. It, i'm just saying it's you know it's a little more noticeable than in the bock and that's probably because the you know the 8.2 alcohol Adding adding sweetness to yeah, it. To, yeah, to to balance it out. And this some more. one is uh, what you said? Five. Five, yeah. Um Crisp 
is really the perfect word. It's almost like apple juice. That's what I I was not the apple juice part, but that you're right. The crisp is is what what I get out of it. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a super dry beer. Yeah, it's yeah. really really dry on the finish. Uh, you know, a little bit of uh, bubbly and hot bite to finish you off, make you want to go back for that next sip. Yeah, it's um. Again, you know, when it comes to these these German German styles, I mean, it's just, the just sort of like smashing the oh, he's the, smashing it. It's killing. yeah, they're they're killing this um this traditional German styles. Yeah, um, it kind of reminds me almost of that um what was that one that we had um had from um oh chestnut urban chestnut from St. Oh, Louis yeah. With the Schnickelfritz. Oh, the Schnickelfritz, yeah. yes. But that same idea of, like, we're going with classic German styles and we're really going to, like, knock them out of the park. Yeah. And this one does the same kind of thing. Uh, just like the ones we did for the last episode. Clean, like they said it, clean and crisp is are the perfect descriptors for this. Yeah, and it, it's really good. I mean, uh, there's, there's not a heck of a lot else to say about it, so I'm going to kick off the ratings here. Okay, what are you going with? Uh, I will give this one a bomber. I think a bummer is where I'm at too. Um, on a warm, you know, I, I, I love you guys. I'm sure picked up on it by this point that I, I love kind of like imagining where I'm going to enjoy this beer and kind of how would be the optimal experience to enjoy this beer with. And their idea of like a warm summer evening, just like I feel it's perfect with this. Yeah. Of let me sit down at the end of a long day on my porch. You know, and have a nice tall one of these, and I'll be really happy. So, yeah, for me, this is uh, the bitter finish for me is something that I normally don't uh, don't enjoy. I'm starting to appreciate the uh, the ability to add that bitterness in order to clean the palate more as right. I drink beer. Um, my initial thought on it was a pint, but as you guys said, bomber, I thought about it. I think it, it uh, bomber is definitely the right area because the ability to be able to continuously drink this beer because of that that balanced um uh bitterness aspect m- makes it worthy of that that rating. Right. Yeah, it's it's really good, very well done. I just want a little more variety after the second glass. Yeah. That's, yeah that I makes think, sense. I think that's fair. I think also that if you if we kind of merge together the items that we had last week with this week like to do a flight like oh, man. to start with this and then go to the Maybach, and then the Vienna Lager, and then the Double. I would be like, "This is this is amazing! How are they doing all this magic?" <laughs> oh, I'm uh, I'm rushing, Kevin. My bad. Uh, no, I you know me, I will flap my gums for a little while longer than talk. <laughs> um, th- that is an interesting concept, though. I think they sort of have a built-in flight, even though they, like I said, like we said, they don't they don't do flights at the at least at the brew pub. I don't know what they do with the uh, at, at the, the brewery, brewery itself. Proper, yeah. Um, but I think that their board, at least what we had and what we bought here, is kind of like built as a almost a hey, you want to know about German beer? <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely more than half their beers are traditional German styles, right? And part of the other half is what we're what we're going to pour out right now. Um, we didn't get to have this at the restaurant. They didn't have it on tap, but they did have it available in um, a twelve pack of twelve ounce cans. And this is a uh, a six pack. Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry, uh, not twelve pack. I was gonna say, you guys <laughs> put a twelve pack of it set on of the, tri- of the triple. Yeah, no, not that uh, I wouldn't. Yeah. But at the, at, so far, everything that they've done is 
completely After, worthy of I'll buying be honest, a 12 pack. If they, if they only had it available in 12 packs, I definitely still would have bought it because yeah. everything we had there was so good. Now, go back to that can and take a look at the artwork because this this is their tribute triple. Oh, badass. Is that um is it supposed to be Yes, uh, it's a tenacious D reference. Yeah. yeah. So their flavor is a can is a yeah. tribute. Yeah. So their flavor text is awesome. this is the greatest and best song parentheses beer in the world tribute. Yeah. Not only are we huge tenacious D fans, but we're also huge Belgian triple fans, so this is our tribute. Brewed with a whole lot of Pilsen and malt, hollow tallern awesome. saws, hops as well as a pinch of coriander and bitter orange peel. Tribute has a soft malt backbone that's paired with a fruity citrusy flavor and spicy yet not overdone phenolic character imparted from our use of an authentic belgian yeast strain at 9.3 percent abv the alcohol is well hidden and very uh deceptive and the dry finish will leave you eager for more it looks almost like um for the artwork to give you guys an idea it looks almost like a um Charles Schultz, like uh, oh, peanuts, yeah, yeah, yeah peanuts yeah. or Snoopy uh, rendition of uh, the guys from Tenacious Jack D. Black and yeah, Jack Black. Uh, I don't know Gass. the other guy's name. What's his name? Kyle, is it Kyle Gas? I'm pretty yeah. sure. I don't know what the other guy's name. But is. yeah, imagine if you were if they were drawn drawn in the style of uh, Chuck yeah. Schultz. Like that's exactly yes, what it is. That is exactly what it is. That's amazing. Um, it's even got the black and yellow kind of thing going on, almost like uh, yeah. like uh, Charlie Brown. Yeah. You know, you were talking about uh, bookending with uh, uh, this place with Sesame Place. We sort of did, I guess, because this, when we got home after oh, Sesame yeah, Place, we you know it was a, we it was a long ass day, and uh, we ordered some Chinese food at where we were staying, and um, we, we cracked open one of this triple. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was definitely needed at at the moment. Um, what blows my mind about this beer is the aroma. Um, the aroma on it, I get, I get the orange. Um, I get. Uh, the Belgian yeast character, um, but not as phenolic as other Belgian yeast. Not that that's a bad thing, but um, it's it's, no, it, it's it, well it, it's well well integrated into the it beer. Has, it has a nice spicy quality and is not um, strongly bubblegum or clove. Yeah, it, they 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 got whatever however uh, whatever temp they fermented it at. They found the fine line. Yeah, they found of that getting kind of sweet spot. Yeah. I had to move my glasses because I wanted to get my schnoz more into this glass. Like, oh, it really does hit that like per- that perfect medium spot. Of, oh God! You get a moment of bubble gum, and you're like, ooh, right it's here. a little sweet. And then that clove comes back in, and okay, it's not overpowering with it. Just smells absolutely delicious. And you, it's and got you, a- you get the coriander too. Yeah, like the, the high yeah. the high carb- carbonation really. You know, makes it fizzy on the palate. Yep, and it's and it's very dry too. So it's light body and finishes dry, and yeah. you're like, the color oh, is really tasty. Let me too. have some more. <laughs> I really liked my triple until I had this. <laughs> Fuck, this is outstanding. Um, so I had bitter orange pill and some coriander. I know. Pill. I I'm gonna have to rethink that shit. But uh, it uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm sorry. No, I'm you, sorry. that's you. That's the right. That's the that's the right reaction. Oh, this is really good. It is one of like the best examples of a Belgian triple that I've had, and I've, I've I, since I had the, since I brewed uh, Belgian blonde that apparently is a triple. I started to taste and compare them to other ones, and I, I've I've drank a lot of them now. Um, you know, I would say that this one is definitely a little bit more of the orange character than you would normally get because obviously the the orange peel and everything. But I think that it works so well with the yeast character. It is done very nicely. 
but also the uh, the coriander adds a lot of citrusy notes to it as well. And I don't know. I feel like I taste that more strongly than I do the the orange peel. I might. I I haven't eaten a lot of coriander. And I honestly couldn't say before you said that what it would add to something. I actually felt like, you know, coriander, for those who don't know, is the, uh, essentially the seeds from the uh, cilantro plant. Right. Um, and cilantro does not taste like anything like, um, or, you know, orange peel. So I, I didn't know that. But that, it could be the same thing for me. But I'm getting an orange note. Yeah, um, yeah it's a little – it's um... – it's not hard enough to be lemon. It's definitely closer to orange that's coming through. But it's thank uh, God because I hate lemon. But <laughs> yeah, there we go. If you're following along on your bingo boards, Justin has just told you that he hates lemon. So make sure Again. you take that off. <laughs> we'll next discuss how Mark porch. loves coffee. <laughs> yes, and then we'll talk about how and Mark doesn't I'll like put pineapple in pancakes, yes. Yes. right, or waffles. <laughs> exactly, and then I'll make a bad joke, and we'll be all Which, set. Which, by the way, this morning, yeah, the pancakes were brought to you by Dead Eye Jack. There you go. <laughs> Um, Are there any left? Can I take it for lunch tomorrow? I miss living here. (laughs) This is absolutely delicious. Um, You heard me. Like as soon as I took the first sip, I kind of just like paused. I forgot how good it was. The day we had at Sesame Place and how fucking mopped we were. Yeah, it was after a long day. We yeah, you weren't you weren't appreciating. We got caught in a random Florida thunderstorm. It was (laughs) Mark and I in Pennsylvania. Mark and I had Mark and I. If you didn't know, Sesame Place is about forty three miles wide. Because Mark and I ran across the whole thing to get back to the lockers. Okay. It's not actually 43 miles wide. That's just what my heart felt like when I was done running, pushing a stroller with two fucking toddlers in it. Mark's carrying a six-month-old son running next to me. Gotcha. And, and, I'm in, and we're both in flip-flops. Of course. Um. So, yeah, it was a rough Wait, day. You guys, you guys went to the Sesame Place and didn't have official dad flip-flops with the back heel strap? No, there was no... No, I was wearing you. proper sandals. He was okay. wearing... Oh, no, shut up. My sandals were proper. Yours were fucking sports sandals. I had I had when you, when you picture <laughs> when you picture sandals. No, you were wearing flip flops. Okay, when I hear the words if, when it, I hear sandals, I think flip flops. That's not the same thing. At all. No, no. I, I bet you if you polled, <laughs> okay. the major, uh, listeners this is a flip. That's a flip flop. That's what I was wearing. Or Almost slide exactly that. If you really want to be oh, particular. Fuck, fuck that. But word. this is a flip flop because it makes a stupid flip flop noise when you walk. No, right? Be, yeah. Sandals have because heel support because it doesn't have a strap around oh, your heel. Yeah, man, right. that sound really makes me wrong. You're right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, now I'm wrong. Fuck. It, you were wrong, yeah. and now you're more wrong. No, you're right. I agree with you. All right. All right. But I stand, I stand corrected. Stay, but to stay on the flip flop page, there. Yeah. I'm gonna go with the guy Fieri and say you could put this shit on a flip flop, yeah. and the flip flop would taste delicious. You, you could drink this out of an old, old, old shit kicking boot. And it yeah, you drink. You pour an old boot full of this stuff. I am gonna put. I'm gonna down it because it's delicious. Donkey sauce. Yeah. Why not? Donkey sauce. The fuck is donkey sauce? That's that's, that's his thing. thing. Who? Guy Fieri. Dude, I've watched that like everything that guy's ever done. I've never heard him say donkey sauce. No, no. He, Every he, restaurant has donkey sauce. Yeah, every one his of his restaurants, restaurants have donkey sauce. Oh, okay. I've never eaten any of his restaurants. They don't get good Neither reviews. I, I like watching him on TV. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, on a related note, I don't. I'm pretty sure it closed now, but the restaurant that he had in Times Square. Oh, it's very closed. Apparently, they didn't renew their domain or something like that oh, no. and somebody else snapped it up oh, and, and no. was putting all kinds of oh, terrible things no. on the website for a time hold on uh. i'm gonna i'm gonna go to i know that this isn't domain but i'm gonna go to donkeysauce.com just to see what's there <laughs> i hope the government never looks at your search history <laughs> actually it's a somebody squatted it yeah yeah it's this it is a ads on there it says uh fieri guy barbecue sauce food guy guy recipe yeah it's just yeah. weak but i wish that was better uh 
Anyway, there's so much more horrible things you could have put on there. <laughs> back to the back to the triple here. Mm. The um, tribute. The tribute triple. Uh, this is going to be a keg for me. Wow. Yeah. Um, even with the fairly pronounced coriander slash orange and, and Belgian yeast together, like a Belgian beer is not something typically you can drink that much of. Yeah. Even if you love them, you can drink different styles. Unless maybe it's but a Peter's beer. Maybe. But even if you drink this, even if it's uh, you bounce from style to style, there the yeast character is going to kind of overwhelm you. Mm-hmm. This doesn't do that for me. Okay, um, I can probably just keep drinking this until I can't stand up anymore, which is probably more likely in the bomber category. Yeah, but I want a keg of it. I want to make sure that my liver knows what what this is about. <laughs> See, when you it's said been bom- bad and must be punished, <laughs> <laughs> when you said bomber category, you hit it perfect for me. Like that's where this is with me. I could really enjoy a bomber of this because one is not nearly going to be enough, but two is probably going to get me to the point where I'm like, I I can't move. I can't do anything. Like, I'm done for the night. Um, we should have opened a second can that night. Um, <laughs> of the triple? <laughs> yeah, we had we had the Vienna Lager after that. But, yeah. But, it, it, again, it's, it's insanely delicious. And I just, more realistically, probably after the second one, the sweetness and the um, yeast character is going to be a little overwhelming for me. No, I'm kind of with you. Um, but I think a bomber is exactly where I want to be. I wouldn't want less than that. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah, the bomber is definitely the, the amount for me as well because it is, you know, 9.3% yeah. alcohol. Like, I'll, I'll drink the first class, and I'll be like, man, I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> I don't drink the second class, and I'm going to be like... Probably didn't need the whole second glass, but damn, I as long as it's so, not as long as it's not your birthday, you'll probably stop there. After I have the second glass, I'm gonna be like, damn, I wish the hammock was set up in the yard. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because it's per- get ready for nap, get ready for nap time. Um, oh man, I had something and I popped out of my head. Sorry, that ha- that happens after we've uh, yeah. had the beers that we've had. Um, but yeah, this is ju- this is just this is really tasty, and I, I oh, this is what I wanted to say again. It's not a the the bomber rating is in no way a rating of quality. It is a rating of oh, quantity. Yeah, no, of exactly. for sure. It is it is all star five star with quality. It is just sheer quantity. I can only drink, um, you know, a bomber of it. Yeah, I just it, want to remind people on that one because I haven't. You know, we we I know we mentioned yeah. it last week, but never think that this is not. Where it should be right, and and for the record, if uh, if we happen to rate something really high or really low, especially really low, that means you should go try it and tell us if we're wrong. Um, yeah. we, we like being wrong. Exactly, and please correct us. Let us know. Yes, you would not be the only person that has ever written us written or listener mail now. No, you can. The one power of is yours, and, <laughs> and that is that's that's exactly what I was going to get at. If you have a, a beer, maybe we even haven't even had it on here. Maybe you live in. In a tiny little town, and uh, we're never going to have your beer. Who knows? If you want to write up a review about a beer from uh, a local craft place, um, or actually really any place, we yeah. would love to read it on the air. Um, we will read it verbatim how you write it. So if you want to get really drunk and write it, that's even better. Yeah. Or you can uh, hit us up on the social media and let us know that you said hi. You can even call us. And do I have still have a card handy? I do still have a card. You can even call us at 631-605-7240. Leave us a voicemail. We like drunk voicemails, too. That's okay, too. I'm talking to you, Steve. I'm talking to you, Steve Wynn. I know you've been brewing up one. (laughs) 
or so he tells me. Yeah, a yeah. voicemail. He's planning it. Well, yeah, he, well, I mean, I, uh, he told me he was going to create have a voicemail for us. I don't know if it's okay. him calling in, if he's paying someone to call in. I don't know what he's going to do. Oh, um, but uh, apparently he's uh, he's got one in the works. Okay, we'll look forward to hearing from you, Steve, and any other listeners. The last thing that I really look forward to is this Leon. Russian Imperial Stout called Leon that you guys have sold me hard on. Yeah. So before yeah. we continue to sell it hard, what can you? That, what do we got flavor text wise for this? Yeah, I was gonna say. Let yeah. me let me read the flavor text here. So Leon is a big beer, so big, it has twice as much the malt as any other beer we is brew. It the bigliest. On top of the <laughs> copious huge. amounts of two row barley, Munich Victory chocolate, black patent. And caramel 80 malt in this beer, each 15-barrel brew has 50 pounds of freshly in-house handmade marshmallow fluff, as well as 16 pounds of bittersweet baker's chocolate, and 30 pounds of crumbled graham crackers. I hope Leon is, uh, clocks in at just over 80 IBUs and 11.6% ABV. Does it taste like a s'mores? That's for you to decide, but either way, this is one fun beer to make, not to mention to drink. And I, I, will, say, I will say this. If anyone at home has ever tried to make a marshmallow, because I have, it's fucking hard. Like it, it, once you have it down, it's easy. But the ingredients are so sticky and weird and gross. Like it's not fun to fucking make marshmallows. <laughs> so the fact they go through the trouble to make their own marshmallow fluff to do this, yeah. I didn't even know that before. Right now, that is like crazy to me. Mm. Um. So, uh, Kevin, have you smelled it yet? I haven't. I'm, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm giving it a little. Yeah, you just covered yeah, it. Mar- I just covered yeah. it. I'm giving it a little swirl. Mark I and I like... have drank this and contemplated it like over dinner. So okay. you know, we. This so is, you guys yeah. are a little ahead of the curve, right? Here. That's why I want to know what what your thoughts but, are more, even more than but ours. But knowing, but knowing, you guys sold it hard. So I poured a, a good portion. I poured a half a half a goblet here. Yeah, I, we, fucked, we, I fucked myself. I forgot we had a growler. I'm yeah, going to pour a little more. We've got the tulip glasses today, and I poured a solid half a tulip glass as a taste. And it is certainly dark black. It is dark. Yeah, with a, it's got a beautiful, uh, you know, nice little fine bubble, uh, excellent head retention. And the um, nice dark. Tiny uh, bubbles. Dark low tan head. head. Right. As Mark and I study for BJCP. Yeah, the tiny bubbles everywhere. You know that song? <laughs> yes, yeah, I do. There you go. So, all right. So what do we got here? All right. Come on, man. I'm I'm dying to know. I don't want to say anything because I know we've already sold it super hard. Um, okay, well, you definitely get your strong roast character. And a lot of alcohol. Um, yeah, you get an alcohol salt, but it's not, like, hot alcohol. No, it's not. It's not, And it's not a boozy alcohol either, which is nice. I might be a little, like, you know, taken by the flavor text, but I really feel like I do smell almost a graham cracker, like, uh, in there. A little bit. I feel like the there's roast. a hint of the uh, yeah. of it there. Yeah. I, th- I mean, I think it's more from the malt than the actual graham cracker they put in. I but. believe it's Dr. Otto Graham, and his crackers are not what I'm picking up. <laughs> Which, by the way, as much as I love graham crackers, not a huge fan of Dr. Otto Graham's plan, and that he tried to use them to like subdue like sexual urge. Well, yeah, I mean, the... him and John Harvey <laughs> Kellogg were bros. Like, they're not, not... Eat this graham cracker so you don't masturbate. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's never worked for me. <laughs> Here's what I want to know: How many times have you actually tried that experiment? Well, it's enough times. Where it's enough times where I know, I know that graham crackers chafe. Okay. Yeah, the crumbs you got to wash off. Yeah. Wash off. <laughs> um, Coarsely ground grains. <laughs> maybe there's just a little bit of like that marshmallow 
kind of coming through in the aroma. Yeah, I think I'm fooling myself into that. I don't know that it's there. I don't I, know. Yeah. To be honest, like yeah. the roast is the primary thing that, yes. I, that I pick up. Yeah. A little bit of alcohol, a little bit of chocolate, maybe a little tiny bit of like vanilla in kind of flavor that's coming through, but not a whole lot. But you can smell that there's – it just smells really good. <laughs> I, to find the exact parts are hard, but it does smell really good. Yeah. I, yeah, you should taste it because the smell is like a fucking appetizer. <laughs> you know, like going back to this, like I'm amazed that this is 80 IBUs because it is. I was going to so, bring that up too. So smooth, but that also tells you how much fucking malt is in this. Yeah, that, that they needed that, that for balance. Oh yeah, that bill was huge, and to be throwing, you're going to have to need a lot of hops to stack up against it. 80. I don't remember what uh, Event Horizon, our, our Imperial style was. It was, what, we, 60s? Maybe. Maybe, right? Yeah. I mean, fuck. That's, yeah, when you said I 80 IBUs, I made a mental note to go back to it. Okay. I got to say this before I forget it. I mean, no problem. Is, go. Um, you know when you mix, you know when you get like hot chocolate and you mix in the whipped cream? As yeah. opposed to just leaving it on top, but you mix it in to kind of create that little bit of creaminess yeah. and vanilla to the to the beverage. Or you try to cool it down like I do because I'm a pussy. Well, that's because you're a bitch, but yeah. I do it for flavor, and that's what this tastes like. Yep. There is like this vanilla cream mm. kind of flavor going through there with the marshmallow, but it's marshmallow flavor like that goes through there. That in no way is thick or cloying or anything, but it just has this little like ribbon of sweetness through the whole thing. Yeah, and, that like I kind of want you, I kind of want to shut off the video and let you guys leave me alone with this for a little while. Like <laughs> my favorite part about this beer is the finish. We can't see under the table with the camera, so that's you're, true. You're, you're that's good. true. Oh. That was Kevin. Um, yeah, sorry guys. Sorry, <laughs> I'm excited. Um, oh, so my good. favorite part about the spear is the is the finish. Um, you get this uh, sweet like nuttiness on the finish. I I I definitely get chocolate. Yeah, from it, but it is so smooth. Uh, but also, like, just barely sweet because of the bitterness from the hops, and it, it's just. Yeah, they also use baker's chocolate, right? Or bittersweet? Yeah, yeah that, I feel like that's really the quality. When you say chocolate, oh yeah, yeah right, that's, right. That's, but that's that's a specific def- note, def- yeah. right? But, they, but yeah. adding that marshmallow gives it that little bit of sweetness. Yeah, and the back marshmallow to it definitely that yeah. doesn't that doesn't make it overly bitter. We've uh, had we've had stouts on this podcast with baker's chocolate in it before, even baker's milk chocolate, right? But it's just it creates a bitter and doesn't have the balance to it. The marshmallow gives it the balance back, and to make it a little bit smoother, so you don't just get the bite because you you're already going to get the bite from the roasted malts. You don't necessarily need that bite. Also, doubling up coming from the coming from the semi sweet chocolate. Exactly. You it, know, um, the only thing I'm not picking up is graham cracker anywhere. Not in the flavor, no. No, no, I don't. Um, get it and I really all. don't. And it might just be me that I was petting the dogs earlier but I'm not able to pick it up in the nose. I think, I mean, I'd like to think that I am, but right. I, it, it, it's faint enough where I'm I'm not confident in that. I think that might be a, 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 figment, a figment of my imagination because it, it's being read to me. I could, yeah, you kind of get the little power of suggestion thing yeah. going on there. But it's absolutely delicious. It's one of the, like, it's so complex and simultaneously, like, you just drink it. Yeah. 
and this is one of the few Russians that I'm ever that I'm ever going to say this. Don't barrel age this. Oh, don't God. do anything to it. Like, don't stick it in a no, barrel. Yeah. Don't do anything. It's to got it. enough of that it, vanilla quality on yeah, its own. It's, it's great the way it is. I don't want. And, again, my wife loves this beer. Yeah, my wife. Yeah, I don't want. Never it drank. I don't want it hotter. I don't want it in any way. Like I my want wife, it as it is. My wife is one of those people that thinks Guinness is too heavy of a beer. Right. And my wife likes this beer. She was. I was. She was like, oh uh, wow. Right. <laughs> yeah, but Steph liked it too, and she hates yeah. all dark beers. I will say this though. At least Amy is usually willing to try any kind of beer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Steph, Steph, will, Steph, Steph will too, yeah. much more begrudgingly. Yeah. But this time she was like, Ooh, oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. But my wife at 11.2 or 11.8? 11. 11.6. 11. will have seen her wow, this drink. None of those things. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Everything will have seen her if this drink. If she had a pint of this, it would be like, I give the, we need a wheelbarrow to Which, get her by home. the way, we did we did make that joke when we were there because she had what? She started with a cider. A mead. A mead. I was actually going to mention that while we're while we're talking about it. The, yeah, uh, they, they had some pretty... They had some meads and ciders on tap, too? Yeah. Guest taps, yeah. Wow. So they, yeah, they have guest lines, and uh, we ha- only had two of the guest lines. Actually, I really wanted to try the Belgian Strong Dark. Maybe, did I? I don't remember. I don't think I did. No. No. But I don't I don't know who that... It's a Trey de Marc, uh, but I don't know who it's from. But they had a, a Haymaker all, uh, all Day Rose. I think Haymaker is the meadery. Okay. And it was a mead that uses wildflower honey and Cabernet Sauvignon skins and juice. Okay. You had some too, right? Yeah, I had yeah. a sip of that. that I, was do li- I do yeah. like Cab Sauvignon. Like, that's one of my favorite ones. That was very good. And then she followed that with a Stone and Key Cherry Pie Cider. Right. And she was like, oh, I just had the one. Like, should I really have it? I'm like, you're not driving. Like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> you're not driving it, Mark. Mark, no, Mark. I'm like, you're not driving. Justin's like, they, they, they'll never have seen you so drunk. <laughs> right? I was, yeah, I was gonna be like, don't worry. They, well, everyone's seen you drunker than this, so don't there worry about go. it. But yeah, they were the. They have five guest taps. That's a good number. So they had. I mean, just yeah, to give so you a number, they had what? Like in eight in, on tap. Eight of their own beers. No, more like, than that. Way more. At least twelve. One, wow. two, three, four, five. Carry the one. One plus one plus. Like plus their one, beers one were. Two. Page one and half of the back of page two. Wow. They had 15 of their own and another five on tap. That's a lot to keep on tap. Yeah. And the other thing is, though, I mean, like, for instance, the uh, the triple. Yeah. Not on tap. Only in cans. Okay. Um, they had most everything um, available in cans. They yeah. Do have, they do have a quad that Mark and I both really wanted. Yeah. And they had it on the uh, they had the to-go area, but yeah, they, they, board. they didn't have any, any bottles oh, left. Were, they, yeah. they I would be stoked to try their quad right now. I've heard from, uh, actually, uh, one of our friends, Greg, um, he had, I believe he's had the quad when I talked to him, yeah. and he said it was outstanding. Greg, if you've had the quad... And I know you, I know he has I, a bottle of his Leon in his fridge yeah. right now. And, and I know you listen. And I know you listen to the podcast. Let us know about it. Yeah, via one of the contacts, one of the contacts here, not just texting the guys. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Call call in. And tell us about the quad. Contact yeah. us through the official channels. Come on. Help <laughs> don't, don't don't have your people. Have your don't people send call me a people. Facebook message or text yeah. Justin. Have, have, have your people call our people. Um. So yeah, the the, the guest I'll take the Facebook seen. message as official. So Con- the, correspondence, yeah. I'll be okay with that. To to the podcast, yes, yes, yes. Not, not just to you, not to me. Yes. Yeah. So they're even eclectic with their guest lines because their guest lines were a porter, a Belgian strong dark, a red ale, a mead, and a cider. Those were their guest lines. Wow. I mean, I think it's I think it's cool to have the mead and the cider on there, but definitely they I like that their other guest lines are not styles that they carry. Yeah. You know, sometimes you go to a brewery and you see it like. Hey, this is our thing. Oh, and, then, and also, you know, we were there, so they were doing. They they had a special going on for five dollar margaritas. 
Oh, which okay. is what my wife was drinking while we were having dinner. Listen, a good margarita is not a bad beverage. I love margaritas. No, no, I'm like I'm, it's it's hard to say no. Some days it's hard to say no. That, that's like, trying what, what I'm getting at. <laughs> like the variety they had. Like even if you're not a beer drinker, yeah. Like there's options for you. There you go. And Amy was very happy with the margaritas. Yeah. She had two of them. Listen, you got a good you got a good mixed drink like. A good cocktail with quality liquor and quality ingredients is, is pretty good. Right. Um, I was talking with Mark earlier that one of our other favorite podcasts uh, recently did a few episodes on bourbon. Wow. And I like bourbon. And I'm like, I should drink more bourbon. <laughs> like, <laughs> bourbon's one of those things that, like, yeah, maybe I do need a little bit more of that in my life. And not that I can think of any cocktails with bourbon in it, but... Yeah, why not? We should drink more bourbon. Uh, yeah, should drink I, more bourbon. I, I know Mark wouldn't be down for it, but uh, because of the uh, the weirdness of it, I would like to to uh, to learn more about scotch. Not necessarily like drink a lot of it, but I would like Dude. to. I would like to try some scotches that are very good. Scotch is a yeah. ra- is a deep, deep rabbit hole. Right, man. I know. Like you go, you go into that. Like you, you think like you know how you had like. You told me once that you're like, I like woodworking, but I can't go into turning because turning is a completely different rabbit hole. Yeah. Like, that's what scotch is. Like, scotch is this completely different puddle yeah. that if you go in there, you may never come back. I've had two scotch barrel-aged beers that I, I enjoyed right. both of them. And um, one of them was due to Mark knowing for a fact that he would fucking hate it. <laughs> that was the the uh, from the McKellar from the... the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rachel and I did I, a... I, I'm sorry. I do not like peat smoke character. Uh, Rachel and I did a dinner. It was a it was a um a murder mystery dinner with a with a scotch tasting. Wow. Which was like awesome at this um it basically shit faced on scotch, so you don't know who did it, huh? It wasn't shit faced on yeah. scotch. You only get like four samples oh, of okay. scotch, but like they pair it with like each portion of the meal and then in be- and then afterwards they go through and they, you know, you play the dinner, you play the uh the game. But man, like I could totally get behind scotch. It's really good. And good scotch is fantastic. I think I've only had bad scotch. Oh. We'll get you some good scotch. We'll try it. Sounds like a plan. Um, Ratings-wise on this, it's difficult for me because I'd have to say this isn't the... You now, we drink a lot of Russian Imperial Stouts, but I feel like this is... I think it's safe to say top five for me all time, Russian Imperial Stout. Um, I'm going to go growler on it. The only reason why it's not a keg is because I would die. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is... It's not like the, the strongest Russian Imperial style I've ever had, but it, it sits he- it, it sits heavy with me. <laughs> How about you, Mark? Not not like you, not in the flavor, but just like I, for some reason, I think it's the combination of the the complexity of of the uh, flavor and the alcohol content. It together. goes it's, down it's so pal- easy, and it's eleven point six percent alcohol. Yeah, like mm. that bears repeating: eleven point six percent alcohol. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like this is every glass of this is two and a half standard beers. There you go. I'm trying, like I, I'm concentrating on not drinking it quickly. Like that's how how strong I know it is from from when we had it. I mean, I I really do love this beer. It's definitely a growler for me. But again, if like, would you say the same thing I said? Like top five for you, Russian Imperial? Oh, e- yeah. yeah, easily, okay. easily. Yeah, I'm going to concur with you that this hits in those top Russian Imperial stouts I've ever had. Um. As I warmed up, as we were talking and kind of going off on that little tangent, I was holding the goblet and trying to warm it up as best that I could, and the vanilla really comes through as it gets a little warmer. It certainly does. And it's even more pleasant. 
Um, I think we might have even had it a little too cold to start with. I would agree. Um, But it's just absolutely delicious. Sheer volume. I can't go with... I couldn't do a growler of it just because the volume of it, I couldn't make it through that much. If the NBA Finals were on, I could probably do two. (laughs) Two growlers? Um, Just kidding. Maybe during a World Series game for me. Um, But this is a solid bomber for me. It is a bomber... Quality wise, it is incredible. But I want a bomber of this, and I magically want my endless supply of bombers of this. <laughs> right. You, know? you want to be able to have a bomber of it basically every day. <laughs> yeah, I want to have two of these. Not, I can't go through the keg because maybe not have it every day, but this would be really, really good to have available pretty frequently. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's going to be. It's going to be a bomber, but it's, again, it's a very high-quality, really great bomber because I don't want anybody to think that this is in any way not amazing. Exactly. I mean, I'm trying to think of, like, my favorite Russian Imperial Stouts now, and it's probably, like, uh, probably, like, this one, Boris Spider is up there, is one of my favorites, and, like, Old Rasputin was amazing. Black Fr- is Black Friday's Imperial Stout, so, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, Black Friday. Like, the, it, it falls into that same category. Yeah. Like, it's just, any time you hand me this, I'm never going to complain at all. And to, it's a really good capstone to the beers that we've had from them. Uh, Nishimini. Nishimini Creek. Um, to go from a lager, last, a lager and the double last week that are a little bit lighter to the Hells and the Triple this week which are a little bit strong uh the hells was a really light but the triple's a little bit stronger than this like all of them have been so incredibly well crafted what i liked uh about the russian imperial stout in uh contrast to the other styles we had or the other beers we had is that this one had marshmallow and a whole bunch of oh, other yeah, some uh, yeah, in some, it, yeah. Yeah, stranger a, things yeah, in there, and they were still able to pull off an outstanding beer so it just shows the the level of craftsmanship that go on across the board in every single beer. Yeah, I don't feel like I've ever got. I don't feel like any of these have been the gimmicky beer of like we're going to do one thing to the nth degree. No, and that's what's so good about this is it's got the chocolate, it's got the fluff, right. it's got the gram in it, but they're blended into the beer so well that it's not it's not smashing you over the head with any one. It's of those still things. beer. Yeah, it's right. still an imperial stout in the end. It's not a it's not a marshmallow beer. Yeah, I've had more than. I've had more than three or four s'more flavored beers. Like it's for sure, not, it's not some, it's not like the most original idea ever. But this is probably the best one that I've ever oh, had. It's far and away from it's the best way one. better than the, the Lake Placid one. Lake yeah. Placid s'mores. Yeah, I, that one. I, and there was one from, one, one from Southern Tier does one too. And I mean, everything Southern Tier does in that area is to me is over the top with the. Sweetness, like they have, a, they, right. have a, they have a cinnamon bun and, one that's terrible, and that's kind yeah. of where I'm getting at. Like I feel like sometimes when breweries try to hit a big note or a big flavor, they go a little overboard with it, and this just manages to maintain that same kind of quality of subtle, just high. Like we're not doing overly fancy, but we're going to do it really high quality, which I think that sums up everything that we've had. Like we're not going crazy with it; we're just going to do the highest quality that you can imagine. I agree. I think that's a great way to end it. This is extremely high-quality, well-crafted beer, and uh, 
I have a feeling we'll be back at Sesame Place at some point, and I think the main reason we'll go back to Sesame Place is to <laughs> go to Chimney Creek. Yeah, hit up, hit up the Barrow Brew House again. Yeah, for, probably uh, not. Ne- I probably won't be there with you next oh, summer. Oh, yeah, don't next worry. Next summer, but two summers from now, I'm sure I'll yeah, be there with I'm you. I'm pretty sure we're going to take some sort of massive group trip there. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I said, like I said, one, you know, one-year-old, probably not. Two- or three-year-old, probably. No doubt. Yeah. You know, but... Guys, if you guys, girls, whoever's listening, if you are out there, if you're anywhere with, you know, well, let's see, where are here's they? Here's a question: How far off? How, how far off the Penn Turnpike is it? I don't know. It's pretty. It's it, it's 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 actually not far from Jersey. Like it's closer to Jersey than okay. anything else. Well, no, because I'm just imagining yeah. doing that drive across so, Pennsylvania on the Penn Turnpike. Can we just hop off for like a quick stop? If you're on the Penn Turnpike, it's pretty far. Probably. I think. It's, yeah, it's, it's it should be fine. Okay, the the brewery proper is in Croydon, PA, which is right. a like northwestish from the city center of Philly. Okay, and then. The Borough Brew House is in Jenkintown, PA, which is like northeast from the city center of Philly. Okay. I can tell you, I can tell you this: next time Steph and I go to Philly, yeah, we're we're gonna make it make our way either back here or or up there at some point. You know, either on the way back or at some point. That's yeah. There's gonna be a stop. It, this is gonna be a road. Yeah, this this is a guaranteed stop from now on. Well, so. cheers, guys, um, who made it and. Guys at the chimney, cheers to you! Thank you so much for fantastic brews, and guys, yeah, thank you for you're, you're killing it. Thank you for bringing it back. Oh That's yeah, what, like I, I said, we we were looking at it like we have easily four beers that we want to yeah. buy. It's it wasn't much of a stretch to pick two more. No, I was like, do you want to get six? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right, cheers everybody. Well, cheers everybody. Cheers. If you enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com, on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash beertasticvoyage, and Twitter and Instagram at beertasticshow, or send them a good old-fashioned email at beertasticvoyage at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and cheers for local beers.